This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On the edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. Yeah! Oh my word! What a goal from Paddy Madden. Strikes again! And is that the goal that's going to send Stockport County back into the Football League? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scarf Bagaro. You know, we said the other week that you were never late. I'm sure we said that. I mean, I was, I was literally on time. I was, I was dead on time then. <laughs> on time is late. Early is on time. I say oh, it, no, I mean, we've discussed this before. Yeah, it was boring last time. How are you doing, mate? You all right? <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, I, I like your t-shirt. I'm liking that, mate. That's good. That's good. Isn't it? Just, just, just. That's what I was doing. It just came. Oh, is that is that why you're late? <laughs> Come on. Well, no, I've I've also ordered an Indian, so I've, I've had my starter, so I'll be able to have my main after this. Right. Got you. That's that's a pretty good net. A pretty good evening, then, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. See how it goes over the next hour first. Right. Have you done an intro or should we just move on? No, no, crack on. Okay. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like usual format tonight because it's in that thing like now the season's finished. It's not, you know, we're playing games at like half 12 in the afternoon. I don't think there's any, <laughs> well, any room for normality anymore. You sh- it's funny you should say that because with the new football deal with Sky, I think there's going to be more playing in the afternoon playing in the early evening, Fridays, Thursdays, Wednesdays, you name it, they're, they're going to have us. We're their bitch now. But I wouldn't have it any other way because we're in the Football League and that's all that matters. Um, right. Anyway, tonight we have got, it's a bit of a media night tonight, I'm pleased to say, because uh, we've got our own media man, uh, Liam Richardson, joining us in a second. We'll get him out in a second, um, as they say. And um, we've got Will Moorcroft, who's the media guy, Media guy, the media executive lead from Salford City, he does all the match commentary and all of the Salford media with a team over there. So he's going to join us about half past seven. Uh, so that'll be good. We're going to talk about the Hartlepool game just gone on Monday, which was a 12 30 kickoff. Yeah, dummy research. We're going to talk about the game coming up, which is Saturday, 7 45 kickoff. That's correct. I Done me confirm. research. Done me research. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, the Danny Bigara statue as well. I'll have a bit of a chat about that video that came out with Ash Williams, D. House, and, and the no, I've not watched. Thing. I have. I have. So we can talk about that. And we will do it getting the reses. 
So we need something. So Liam doesn't, I don't think Liam knows about this, but I'm sure he's, he's, a, he's a media mogul, isn't he? He's a media savvy guy, so he can just choose something. Yeah. Well, I'll explain it to him, obviously, and he can choose something. Um, I'll argue with that, mate. How does that sound? I'm, I'm fully on board. Fully on board. Good. Okay, so um, any admin before we start? No. There's okay. Answers to that. Okay, you, you seem very unprepared, so I'll come up with some admin. Uh, we... I mean, I, 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 yeah, there's some admin. Yeah, these yeah. t-shirts on our Etsy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So the t- we've got t-shirts on Etsy. I'm going to be doing more designs very soon. And we've still got mugs that you can order. So if you go onto our website, scarpagaraward.co.uk, there's pictures, designs of the mugs, and I will do some more mug designs. Give us some ideas. John Billsby gave me a good idea for a t-shirt. I uh, saw that. It's very good. Morning. Speaking of mugs, uh, I saw Rob McCloy got a bonus mug. Are there, are there any of them bonus mugs left? Asking for a friend. Um, you want to get? I, a... I left mine behind. Oh, well, Jesus Christ! Let, let's let's take that offline, shall we? It's well, we'll, we'll talk about it next week because I'll be gone as soon as this finishes because I'll be getting my biryani. Right, fair enough. I'll be away with you. I'm having my biryani. Not interested. I'll I'll edit the pod while I'm doing it. Don't worry. I'll I'll put it on Patreon. That's fine. That's fine. Pass. Talking of Patreon, if you want to help support the podcast, join our Patreon. Three pound a month plus VAT helps support the pod, and you get discount on the merch, which is pretty good. And uh, priority on tickets for any live events that we're going to do. We're going to probably going to do at least one during the summer. Um, more if we can. And yeah, it just helps us with the running costs. That is, uh, that's what that does. And plus, there's one more thing as well, admin, that, I've, that escapes me. What is it now? We've done the mugs, we've done the t-shirts, we've done the page, the Patreon, haven't we? That sounds about right. Yeah. They won't. Eh? Just show everybody your t-shirt one more time for the audio listeners. It's a an Alafi t-shirt in the style of. Oasis, which Tanto likes himself. I got a, a message of does somebody. That that, I was him. Yeah, he does like yeah. it. Yes. Um, so there we go. Right. Shall we get our? Should we get our guest out? Should we get Liam out and talk all things county? Hi guys, how you doing? Are you all right. How's it going? Yeah, all right. Getting is it getting is there. it changed from this time last year, isn't it? When when you came on, Liam, and it was just full on breakdowns, Bill. I think you had a no, tire on your head by that point, and so yeah, a little oh, bit different, yeah. a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> that breakdown have been coming for months. To be fair, I, I regret nothing. <laughs> well, we might be doing it again in a few weeks. You never know. Yeah. Um. Let's. I tell you what. Before before we get into the Salford match in the playoffs, uh, and obviously we will bring Will in in about twenty minutes at half past. Let's talk about. Let's talk about uh, Monday and the day first. The op- let's let's go to the, chronologically the opening. The I'm oh, sorry, unveiling of the statue. I mean, the Danny Bagara statue. How good is that? Very good, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. I mean, you you, you worry going into it, don't you? Because you think of like the statues of. of... Cristiano Ronaldo and the like, but um, I know that they'd put a lot of work into it and work really closely with the the family to get it really good. And I think she, you know, Hannah's Hannah's done a great job in terms of getting that that likeness there, hasn't she? Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. There's a few people have mentioned, I saw online, that they've seen the horror stories of the old Ronaldo statue. I mean, they're not all bad, are they? That's just one that's just one that turned out bad and got a lot yeah. of press, but it really does look like him. And it's, you know, it's, it's a really good, a really good achievement, I think. I don't know why, but right, this I said this on Monday to a couple of mates. I don't know why, but I expected it to be bigger. And they, they were like, why? It's Danny Bagaro, he was tiny. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know, but I don't know. I expected it to be some sort of like Taj Mahal type style, you know, massive like. You know, <laughs> just once again, confirmation that you're absolutely mental, Russ. <laughs> Get it from you, mate. That's what that's what it's working with you for <laughs> yeah. nine years. It's catching now, isn't it? Yeah. What was that about John Kieran then, Liam? I said it's still big, still bigger than John Kieran, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Even without the plinth. Even you stood without, on, yeah. Stood yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's it's a really good, uh really good. Um comments are coming in already. I see Ryan's online. I'm just gonna block him in a second. Um someone said we've got more subscribers than we've got Salford tickets. I mean that's factually correct. Um, I'm sure we'll Not talk hard. about that later. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. Um, I wasn't there for the unveiling. Nick, uh, Liam, Nick, were you? I know Nick, you were. Liam, were you there for the unveiling? I I, I missed the start of it because I was I was dealing with, with Sky Sports at the time, but managed to make it for the for the for the curtain being pulled back. Um, yeah, no, it, I don't know if you were there, Nick. You might be able to offer more yeah. insight than me. Yeah, really good turnout considering the. I'd I'd spent all last week thinking, convincing myself that the weather forecast was going to be wrong. What with sitting in the railway end and everything, it was like now. And, and then yeah, woke up Monday morning and it was horrible. So very very good turnout. Um, yeah, good. I think everyone everyone was impressed. Good to see the sculptor Hannah Stewart had come and the Bagara family were all there to see it as well. Yeah, I think every, everyone was made up with it. I think. There's loads of people been, after the game having the pictures taken with it as well. Yeah, it's been a real passion project for the co-op as well. You speak to John Giles and, yeah. and Pete Towie as well. They put a lot of work. It was a pipe dream for them at the start, and obviously two years of fundraising and stuff. So it, you know, it was it was a special moment for them, and obviously a special moment for the family as well. So yeah, and I think it just set the tone really for the for the day in terms of just building up to the excitement of the day. I know it didn't pan out okay, but in terms of going into the game, I think there was a real it, we were all on, on a real high, and I think the statue really contributed to that. Yeah, it did feel like a special day all around. You know, you know, having, having to get out of the house early, we had the statue unveiling, and then and then just the fact that it was, I mean, kind of slightly moving on to the game. Result, result wise, it's you know, it was, we, we we could sit here and say, well, we did, did enough to win it, but came up against the keeper in good form. But we probably wouldn't have been saying that if Tranmere had, had yeah, <laughs> got the equalizer or something. But... As, as I say, like you know, there was all that excitement going into it. There was the display beforehand, and then in true county style, five minutes into the Tranmere game, that that was that, wasn't it? So, mm. um, it's, it's it's one of them, isn't it? Uh, you're almost glad that Tranmere didn't equalise in the end, as you say, because yeah. that really would have put a, a, a downer on the the day yeah. going into the playoffs. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, coming out of the ground, it just felt very sombre. Walking, you know, walking back to the pub, I was like, I, I was a bit down. Some about people it. have booked Tuesday off work, <laughs> so some of us had, and then, and then thought, oh, actually, I might as well go in and have Sunday off. That, that was it. That was it. I, I had loads of people making that decision on the way out the ground, saying, oh, I might as well go in work tomorrow. Now. Yeah, 
I was expecting to still be on Castle Street now. You know, I, th- I thought Tranmere might do us a favour, but can't have it all. But look, we've, you know, we've, we've succeeded in our aim for the season, which was getting in the playoffs. So even, I mean, I know, I know that's not how people, how the players and staff will be looking at it. But whatever we're doing, we've we've done well this season. Even if we even if we get knocked out by Salford in the playoffs, it's been a successful season. A few little tweaks and go again next season. Yeah, I think especially when you consider the the first eleven games, when you you look at the form since then, we've yeah. been pretty pretty well clear at the top. Um, you know, we've got the longest unbeaten home record in the division. We've been really good away from home. There has been a lot of metrics that would suggest that outside of those first eleven games, we've probably been the best team in the league. We've, we've timed it too shortly uh, in terms of, of getting into the top three. I guess in the cold light of day, we, we spent 120 hours in in the top three this season. <laughs> North, yeah. Northampton will will probably feel that they they deserved it and, and fair play to them because they had to deal with a lot of hell of a lot of injuries as well through the season through the back end of the season. So got to credit them for getting over the line, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and they lost their captain from last season to us, didn't they? Um, Fraser, yeah, yeah, Fraser. Yeah. So, so it's a it's, it's a great achievement for them. And if you think, for, I was thinking about it from their point of view, and I never get, I never feel sorry for other teams. But could you imagine if we'd have beat them again for the second, and they'd have gone, they'd have been in the playoffs um, on goal yeah. difference, perhaps for the second season of running? I mean, that, that's just that's just crap luck in it. I mean, if that if that happens yeah. to you, so especially the, the manner in which they lost out last year, obviously Bristol Rovers winning seven nil, and you're missing out on goal scored. It's that's that was the one thing the hope that I was clinging to throughout the week in terms of that must have left some scars in terms yeah, of yeah in the back of their minds but obviously not not to be yeah I was thinking that from a fan perspective as well their fans it felt like they felt like they were shitting it more than we were because because it because it because the a repeat could happen to them again um but yeah um I'm not I'm not going to congratulate them because they've beat us at the end of the day but um but yeah, it's just it's you won't, it you won't be watching to hear it anyway, will they? So. No, no, but it's 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 just one of them, and it. I mean, yeah, it just I just felt a bit I just felt a bit deflated coming out. I may, maybe it's because I couldn't celebrate and just had to, just had to have a pint and go home. I don't know, um, but it just felt a bit flat coming out of the ground. And the, the, yeah, I mean, if we go go on to the game itself, their keeper, um, I mean, he had a what well, he had an absolute belter of a match, didn't he? Well, apart from the flat. The flap. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which was not. I'm not. I'm not having that as a disallowed goal. I was, I was right in front of us. That was. It was just ridiculous. Like referee gave it. Linesman gave it. And then as soon as he had, he was getting shouted at from two sides. Yeah. That was it. Changed his mind. Yeah. I mean, he hadn't oh, played hadn't. since January either. I mean, he was dropped in January mm. as a result of dropping like clanger after clanger after clanger every week. I mean, he looked like he'd never played in goal when we went there at one five nil. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, he he was unbelievable, wasn't he? As you say, apart from the the goal, he was yeah, the one from Tanto uh, uh, in the first half on the rebound as well. Just yeah, you don't want to say one of them days because at the end of the day, better finishing it ends up in the back of the net. But you know, at the same time, like he was on a one man mission, wasn't he? Yeah, penalty just summed it up at the end. Yeah, you get you get that from time to time. I agree. I, I did. I don't think it was. I don't think the goal should have got ruled out, but. When we scored it, I I did a half-hearted celebration because I thought mm, he's going to give that, and then we're surprised that he didn't because the keepers get loads of protection all the time. Um, and I think the only thing that 
I know he was obviously he, he didn't give it initially, uh, and neither did the linesman mm. until he then got surrounded by the Hartlepool players. Obviously, had yeah. the Hartlepool fans behind him, and then it's almost like he changed his mind. He didn't have the courage to do it in the first place, and he's kind of gone, mm, "Yeah, okay, let's let's." That that was the only thing that I found a bit a bit frustrating, but um, again, it wouldn't, wouldn't have mattered at the end of the day. So no, no, nice first penalty from Camps. Not so much second, but I'd, I'd put it down to a good save. I think he hit it well enough, the second one. Probably a good height for the keeper, as they say, as you commentators say, don't you? On air. We, we certainly do, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's one of them as well that you think it, it can work both ways. He's already scored one, so he's got to take the second. Or I just I think if you're taking a penalty twice in a game against the same keeper and he, he's in the game of his life, you know, Paddy's come on the pitch, maybe you, you yeah. give it to him. But hindsight's a a wonderful thing in it. So I'll be honest, Paddy's penalties shit me up as well. <laughs> He's got a very good record. They shit me up. Put your foot through it, man. It's one of them. You you know when they go in, you look great, but when they yeah. don't, like, yeah, yeah. It's... With with Paddy's penalties, they're almost bordering on that that clown run up that Bruno Fernandez does, aren't they? You know, like he's like he's going to go and kick another clown in the bum. That yeah. that kind of run up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it's all about like just waiting for the goalkeeper to commit in it, and but if he doesn't, which happens at Swindon, obviously, then yeah, yeah that's that's what happens. It's a P roll in the end, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, it is. Um, anything more to say on the Hartlepool match? It feels like we are flogging a dead horse to a certain extent because it's done and dusted. We're in the playoffs. We've got to deal with that. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm the only one. I feel like I'm the only one that's kind of like looking forward to the playoffs, really. Everyone around me is so like, oh, God, no. But, you know, it's it's two games away from Wembley. We're three games away from promotion. It's, you know, it, it's and it's the first time all season, really, where it's it's now in our, our own hands in terms of it's just about what we do. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to be talked that, over the two legs, absolutely. You know, I, I get that side of it as well. But And then for it all to be tempered by the ticket. I mean... I don't. I think people's with the ticket in. I think people's criticism has been mis, misplaced. But I mean, they only have to give us ten percent, don't they? And that, yeah. that's ten percent. Yeah, I, yeah. Point. I get. I, I get the disappointment because you know it, it's it's ten percent mm. of our support, uh, our season ticket holders. Let alone the, the rest of the fans. Into into yeah. so there's going to be a lot of people missing out. But I feel like we do the same. We have done the same for the last two games. Exactly. Yeah. In their position, it's it's competitive advantage, isn't it? So. Uh, I certainly don't blame Salford for it because, as I say, I think we've done the same for the, the second leg. So, yeah, yeah, it's just competitive advantage. What what annoys me slightly is they won't they'll fill the rest of their ground with day trippers, won't they? Because their average gate isn't up isn't five thousand or whatever it is. Um, you know, ten percent less of their of their total capacity. So that that's annoying a bit because we would fill it more. But I can see why they've done it. And if the only if the rules are you only have to give ten percent, then that's exactly what you should do, regardless of whether you, whether you sell your whether whether you sell yours or not. Because it's the playoffs at the end of the day. It's, it's we are right in the business end of the season, aren't we? So anything you can do to get an advantage, you should. Yeah, um, and I, I guess the argument could be well. Do you look at the rules? Do you treat it like a cup game and give twenty percent? But on the flip side of that, that would mean us giving two thousand to whoever came to us. So you exactly, yeah, swings and roundabouts in it. Yeah, 
and not that it matters either. I mean, when Hartlepool came to us, they they had the two blocks at the end, and we had the railway end. It didn't seem to matter that much, did it? Well, Hartlepool and Rochdale, neither of them sold out in the end after all the the whole oh, the, the hoo ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it didn't, it didn't make too much difference in the end. Uh, I guess the only way it would have made a difference if we if it was, would be if we had like a Bradford or a Carlisle in the in the playoffs. Yes. That would have been a, a different story. Yeah, absolutely. Look at us talking about attendances. Oh, you know. Attendances in playoffs. Just... Yeah. I noticed we were second in the highest average away attendance table. Saw that today. The final table behind Bradford as it goes. Do you think it's quite quite poetic that it's it's coming down to Salford that we've got to play for a, a place in the final after, after they got on our tits quite a bit back in non-league? <laughs> after they were they after they were one of the one of the low points of non-league would have been like losing to Salford and then we're both here going it, for a place in League One. We spent eleven years trying to get back in the football league, get in the playoffs, and it's a national league north fixture, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. effectively like full yeah. of them. Yeah. This league's full of them. It's it's like we, we got promoted in the first two games with Barrow and Stevenage. It's like, <laughs> it's like we never left. Yeah, and we had Harrogate in the cup as well, did we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. First three <laughs> well, matches. Yeah, yeah. heat non league. Yeah. I mean, yeah. From, from your point of view, you know. Does, does any, has anyone confirmed who was on? Sorry, Nick. Go on. Who, who did the Sky coverage on... Who was, who was the Sky pundit? Because we discussed it last week and we thought it, it might be. Who, who did it for us on Monday? Was it Ashley Williams? So the, no, so there was no no pundit at the ground. The pundits were at the uh, the Northampton game uh, and they kind of like they'd cut across to us. Right. So in terms of like... The, I, I did the interviews for Sky with the manager for, for them because there was there was no one there and the commentators were doing it remotely as well. So it'd be different, oh, right. for, the playoff, be different for the playoffs. Um, but for that game, it was more of like, they were all at Northampton because they were in the driving seat. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. So who was doing the commentary? Do you know who was commentating our match? Um, I'm not sure who it was, actually, because uh, like I said, they weren't there. Um, I think the it's on YouTube, the highlights, though. So um us have a look there. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure who it was. It's We've important thought... stuff. <laughs> As I was saying, like you know, from from your point of view, from a fan point of view, like how do you view the season, regardless of what happens in the playoffs, like first year back in the league? Yeah, well, because we are part of the Talksport fan network, I got to go on Talksport with Sam Matterface for three weeks um, at the start of the season, just to do a bit of coverage on County. Uh, and he said Not to for me, the three weeks continuous." It was like no, it wasn't, yeah, wasn't, wasn't like a you charity thing. Move in with yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's get anything worse. Um, and he, one of the first questions was, what, what would you be happy with? And I said anything seventh or above, given that we'd moved up from obviously National League and all the signings and things like that. And I main, I've maintained that throughout the season. So for me, finishing fourth is an absolute, like, really good result for me because it's, it's, it's more than I expected, um, especially given the start we had as well. So, so yeah, I think it's been a real success. Anything above seventh is a bonus to me. And if we go up, then happy days. And I'm quite, yes, I'm so. really sort of relaxed about it because I know, I know the club want to go up and obviously, you know, that, that's a given when it gets to the championship. But 
even if you have to spend another season in this division, I'm really confident that they'll bolster, they'll they'll invest in the squad again, and it will be top three minimum from my expectation perspective. Um, so I think it's been really good. Yeah, been really really pleased with it. It's, to me, the the season as a whole, it's felt more, it's felt more like oh six oh seven and seventeen eighteen and twenty twenty one rather than the promotion. It's it's felt more like one of those seasons where. You know, we'd, we'd just miss out where we're not quite, not quite yeah. there. So if if that's how it goes, and so be it. But like like you said, Liam, it's in our hands now. For the first time this season, it's it's actually in our hands, and you never know in these one-off games, do you? No, uh, and you know, I think going into the season, we were all pretty pretty clear in terms of what the aim was in terms of we we, we want to aim for promotion, but that was never a. We, we have to win promotion. Do you know what I mean? If we win promotion this season, we're ahead of target. You'd look at, obviously, Mark came in in, in January 2020 with a seven-year plan. The back end of that season, um, obviously, finished early because of COVID anyway, but that was always seen as, as a year zero, essentially, because you've not had the time mm-hmm. to implement anything. That We were still part-time. We still didn't have the training ground. So going from that summer, this takes us to the end of year three. So if you go up this year, you've got four years in to yeah. Four cracks at lead. One of you like to hit that target to get to the championship. I mean, look, I'm sure they try and do it in one, but we're we're ahead of where we 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 need to be at this level, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I'm sure. Was it Johnny Vaughan said that on? There was a, an article that Johnny Vaughan was doing somewhere. I'm sure he. I'm sure he, he said that as well. We're ahead yeah. of schedule. Yeah, we yeah, are. I think the mirror, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. Um, and it's been a great season. It's just not had that same um, stress as last year, has it? And that's but that's been yeah. a weird thing. Like I, I was uh, covering wreck to, at the back end of last season, like Chesterfield <laughs> away. Um, whereas this year, even like inside the building, it's just all felt a lot, a lot calmer. Maybe because it's not been in our hands. Maybe it's because if we miss out, it's not like ugh, another season in League Two. Whereas obviously last season it would have been ugh, another season in in the National League. Um, We've only just, you know, this season I've blinked and it's gone. Like, yeah. So, if in the worst case scenario it's another season in League Two, then it's not, it's not the end of the world, is it? Yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, I do get the feeling though from this season. I know you. I know just just touching on what Nick said about the pre, the preseason, the pre, seasons prior to being promoted. It just feels like this season's a, there is a bit of a missed opportunity for me because I feel like we have the players. If we were a bit more clinical in the final third, and and we wouldn't didn't have a bad start, we'd be easily top three by now. Um, so there's, there's just that there's niggling at the back of my brain. Yeah, there, there was obviously that period, like we said at the start of the season, and I think that that genuinely did come down to well, obviously a lot of new players coming in, and, and mm. okay, maybe we tried to do too much too soon. Um, because obviously that you know it was a completely different back three that we started at the start of the season. Um, v then obviously came in and then went back out. So there was there wasn't that that stability if you like um, and that continuity from last year. But once once they started to gel, as I say, like the, the, the stats speak for themselves. Like it's it's not been like last season where we were able to just blitz teams. Like our record against the bottom half of the National League last season, I think we we lost to Yeovil and then won won, won the rest of the, yeah. of the game. Yeah. So. You can't you can't be flat track bullies in this league, really. You've just got to like be consistent at grinding out results, which is what Orient have done this season. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. There's no teams in this division and Rochdale proved it and Hartlepool proved it to a certain extent, didn't they? That there's no there's no actual fodder in this league. No, it's not. the league below. But, you know, we've played 55 games in all competitions this season and we've lost by more than one goal once. And, mm. and that was with 10 men and we conceded in the last minute, the third goal, so against Grimsby. So, you know, we, we, we're hard to beat. We stay in games and, and certainly over a two-legged semi-final, you'd like to think that would that would work. QFM yeah. loss on Saturday, but you know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I mean, all the all the stats point to that as well. I mean, for those that like it, um, XG for XG against all those kind of things, we're either the top of those stat tables or or we're second or we're, we're very near the top. Uh, we've got the best I knew goal that difference was. in the division. As a, as a big yeah. stat fan, I I knew that. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew you would do. <laughs> um. Best goal difference in the league of the three teams that are in the playoffs. I think, I think we've, if I'm right in saying, we took four points from all three of them this season. So yeah, we should be confident. We should be confident. Even our games against the top three would have beaten them over two legs, each of them. So yeah, you know that's that's something to to take. I think, but at the same time, it, it is the playoffs, and yeah, it all goes out the window a little bit. But I think. We're, you know we're in we're in safe fans with 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 Dave Challoner because you know he's won a playoff, he's lost a playoff, he's won a semi final, he's lost a semi final. He, he's had the whole experience really. So if anyone knows what it's going to take over the next couple of weeks, then then Dave will. Yeah, I don't. I've not done my research this much, but have any of the players been through this before at this level? I'm not quite sure. Um, Sars has. Um, Paddy's done it in League One. Um, obviously Fraser, Fraser last, last year. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, because I think you, you you get experience from losing them as much as you do winning. Sometimes, yeah, of course, really. probably more. So, I would say, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, and obviously, we, you know, people like Ben and Crosby have had the experience in the National League a couple of years ago. Obviously, it's different with the two legs, but that, that knockout feel to it is is obviously the same. Yeah. Yes, so all eyes turn to the game on Saturday. Before we get Will out, just make sure I say that correctly, can we just have a quick chat about um, the the video uh, that we saw with Ash Williams and Stephen Howson? Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll openly admit on here, I don't like Stephen Howson. He's, I think he's a bit of a bit of a bell well, this is why i've not watched it because you you well, made it clear to me how much you despise him and i thought well if if, if mr happy-go-lucky russ doesn't like <laughs> him, then i'm certainly not gonna so i didn't bother don't listen it. to what i have your own live your own life mate don't don't live your life through me if you want to watch it watch it i mean but i've had like 35 years of not living my life through you and it's not worked out for me so i'm gonna just start doing <laughs> what you say now you're, you're my taste maker russ right okay smart people copy smart people i get it I get it. Yeah, I would go out far, but yeah. <laughs> so I watched it, and I I, I I reluctantly watched it, but I actually enjoyed it. I mean, to be fair, it was pretty good. Um, I guess this is this whole Rio Ferdinand thing and the, the connections they've got with their with their um, with their media company or whatever it's whatever podcast is. Is Rio Ferdinand doing a podcast? Y- yeah, he owns wow. the the company that do it, um, and obviously Rio shares the same agent as as James Jennings, and and who has done some work with. Uh, some of the companies that Mark owns in the past as well. So that connection is always there. Um, 
based on my upbringing, I always try and actively avoid anything with a United connection, but sometimes <laughs> you've got to get yeah, your hands we'll get, dirty, haven't you? Yeah, so. we'll, we'll, we'll get on me and you, Liam. We'll get on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just glad, I'm just glad Rio wasn't doing pranks on Paddy Madden or anything. Remember when he did that before the World Cup, Ferdinand? He did his World Cup wind-ups. And like I didn't see that, no. Yeah. Basically, at one point, like a month before the World Cup, David Beckham was running from running through Moss Side, like trying to get away with some people he thought were trying to rob him. So, cheers, Rio. Nice one. Mr. Shaky Metatarsal is having to run through Moss Side. Great. <laughs> so, I never liked him after that. I couldn't, yeah. even, I couldn't give a shit about his football ability. <laughs> what stage right do we get not? What stage do we get knocked out that year? Yeah, second round, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm just trying to bring the lads together. Well, yeah. it's not worked, has it, Rio? Bex was trying to get the early flight home. He was worried he was getting robbed again, wasn't he? So, <laughs> um, yeah, going back to the video, I think, you know. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, I think there was, it, it was quite good, wasn't it? There was yeah. funny moments, definitely bounced off each other quite well. And Ash, to, to his credit, like really just loves talking about County. I don't know if you've seen the the Forever Being Beautiful videos that we've done yeah. for it with, with Shrunk and he, he's obviously in all of them and, and he's, yeah, he, he properly gets it. Properly yeah. gets it. No, it was good. It was good. Um, and I, I was surprised. But anyway, it was good. Um, what I did want to pick up on, though, was these wheels that they've got. <laughs> the little wheels, that they've, the fine wheels that they've got for doing things wrong. So they've got a little oh, wheel. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. And then if you get, if you get, if you get, there's, there's a choice on there that says you've got to go to the big wheel. And I yeah. think that's really, really good. Listen, like, right, if you're not careful, yeah, if you're not careful, it's not just players that can end up on that wheel. Yeah. Um, our club set Alex Cowdy's ended up having to do a few dance offs once or twice. So yeah, you've really, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, you see, uh, they'll, they'll you, really you give should, it to you. That'd be great media if you could get that on, get that out. It really would. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, that's top stuff. It's getting them to agree. With it. <laughs> you know, know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but these, 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 just that collectiveness about them. Do you know what I mean? They all, there's yeah. no, there's no like. People that are stuck up and like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like, they'll all again get their hands dirty and, and get mucked in, and and yeah, they're, they're a real together group. Yeah, it's good. Who um who comes up with the what the what the forfeits are? Coaching staff. Yeah, Is all, it? right. Yeah, yeah. So Dave, Clint, uh, Yopper, Jake Simpson. They'll. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty brutal. Some of them. Yeah, I bet, yeah. yeah it, it's good. They should get like a coach who's like that. That's just it. You know, like, you have like set piece coaches and stuff like that nowadays. Like, <laughs> spin the wheel coach. Have, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, spin the wheel coach. Yeah. 
Yeah, forfeit coach. That's really good, yeah. Throwing coach. Some proper sadistic coach. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Right, shall we get Will out? He's waiting. We're yeah. waiting patiently backstage. That's why we've been careful not to slag off Salford or him or anybody to do with Salford. I'm sure that'll come when he comes on the, well, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just do that to his face, shall we? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to get uh, Will out and I'll play this video while we do that. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers. Thank you. There we go. Hey, it will. Black Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Let the games commence. So, I've just before we start, you you two know each other, don't you? I mean, obviously, you're in the media. You're in the media uh, bubble, aren't you? So, uh, how, how long how long have you known each other? Is it is it a new relationship? It's or... Last year, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, still <laughs> blossoming. You know, uh, yeah. William did save my hoodie from the yeah. um, last meeting. I managed to leave it in the press box and. Um, yeah, Liam, let me come and pick it up. So, very grateful to you. This yeah, is like the most cool. awkward double date ever now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in a goose, bro. I'm, I'm the third wheel on the wheel of consequences, or whatever it's called in the chain. Is it the, what's it called, the, the wheel thing in the changing room? At the, it's just called the, the big wheel. It's the big wheel. Very creative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Call it the wheel of consequences. I'll I'll email with I'll, I'll coin that. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. I'm sure there's a better name for it. We should get our own wheel because the, the lads on the olden podcast have their wheel, don't they? Their mystery wheel. And, we should do that. And as, as we've learned this year, if we're gonna if we are, we're gonna win that award this time round, we need we're to just copy them. Use all their features. Yes, <laughs> smart people copy smart people. Say it again. You see, there you go. Um, well, the episode title sorted, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um. How are you all feeling about Saturday? What's it, what's the mood in the camp uh, for Saturday? I think quite excited. Um, similar to what you guys were saying, it sort of comes into your own hands. Once you've got through 46 games and you get to where you're right, you know that you're playing a good standard of opposition and they're the games I think we look forward to more than most. So, yeah, I, I think we're just excited, looking forward to it. You know, it's the first time that we've finished this high. It's the first time we've gotten the lead to playoffs. So, ah. no, it's, it's all new territory for us now. So, I think there's a bit of fearlessness. Um, I think there is a bit of confidence. Um, so, yeah, just look, looking forward to what should hopefully be a really good couple of ties. And we spoke on before you came out, although I know you was backstage Sort of, sort of listening. Um, Liam mentioned about us being year zero at the start of when Mark Stock came in, and we're probably at year three now. Have you got that kind of thing at Salford? Is Gary Neville and Chris Casper and all that? Have they got that, or is or, or are you just happy go lucky? See where see where things take you. I mean, I know when they first came in, um, there was this idea of championship in fifteen years. Um, fifteen, right? Which, which was roughly one promotion every two seasons um so we went straight up the first two years we had two years in national north and then one year in national so i think four years in league two sort of leveled out a bit more to sort of where we're at but i think on review they've probably realized that it's definitely not going to be anywhere near getting success at that sort of rate so 
Um, you know, I think they'll be happy if we do get the chance to go up. But I think with the project that we're building and the season that we've had, um, particularly with the way that Neil's um, influenced and has an effect on the dressing room, um, I, I think they'll be quite confident of being able to go again next year. Uh, if it's not to be our year, so might have been a slight review on that. But we've got a bit of a ceiling now because of all the ground issues that we've had. Um, you know, as you guys all know and other people, the peninsula is probably just about League Two and absolutely scraping on League One standards. So, you know, it, I think a lot of rides on what happens with the ground in terms of how far we can go at the moment. I didn't know there was that about the ground. Well, so what, what is it about the ground? What, not big enough or what's... Yeah, just the standards and the grading. Um, I know that with a few minor changes, we can be just about ready and suitable for League One. Um, but I think certainly with 5,000 capacity, I, I I don't think you can get in the championship um, with that ground. Um, so we had, we there have been discussions with the council about um, buying the AJ Bell. Um, we were going to go in with it with South uh, Sharks yeah. and then it's um, just got to be careful what I say. But um, basically, don't go in with Sale Sharks. It doesn't go well. <laughs> the cat, the council aren't playing ball. Let's put it that way. Mm. Um, so that that sort of hit a bit of a dead end in the water right now. And your pitch, how is your pitch looking? Because last time we came, oh, is it? Because last time we, when we came, I mean, I'll I'll openly admit and I'll talk as a fan. It was awful, and you watered it too much. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. And then when I saw it on TV a few months later, it looked like it had loads of sand on it. But you're telling me it's much better. That's good. That's good for us. That's yeah, good. we we had, I think we had about three or four weeks, um, three weeks without a home game. And amazingly, grass grows when it gets sunnier as well. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it is actually quite good, Nick, now, to be fair. It, it's still bobbly. It's still got, you know, the big slope from one side to the other. But generally, it's, it's in much better, Nick, than it was. It's probably um, good previously. for you guys as well, because I guess that, we, you know, it's always felt a bit like that pitch has been a hindrance to you this season when you look at your home form against your away form and certainly the the, the expansive style that you play out from the back. It's, I guess, has, has that been an issue at times? Yeah, it, it it's small. Um, I, I think maybe Harrogate, um, there won't be many who've got a smaller pitch and, you know, you can tell. I think we, we were second in the away table at the end of the season and we're mid-lower table in the home table. So, mm. You know, it, it tells you a lot. We do like bigger pitches. Um, we will play fo better football on bigger pitches. Um, so it's been a hindrance, definitely. Um, and I think looking over, looking at this tie over two legs, weirdly, I was actually quite happy that we ended up with the away leg second. Um, just because I think, you know, Saturday could go against us, but just with the way that we've been on the road, I think we'd be quite confident of coming and actually doing the job at someone else's ground. That does worry me a bit, because I, I can see it being a nil-nil in the first leg, and then it's all, all coming down to the second. That's Yeah, that's how it's playing out in the playground of my imagination anyway. Yeah, a few people said they reckon it'll be cagey and maybe a bit like yeah. the March game in the first get, in the first leg, but if it is, I think it'll more than make up for it in the second. Yeah, you make yeah, me nervous 
you got that sense in the the, the league game actually part though, didn't you? Just two good football insides going for it. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. you know if if you guys did get through to the final, then you like you were saying, like big pitches. I mean, you, you'd certainly back yourself at Wembley, wouldn't you? Yeah, we would. Um, you know, I think ironically of all people, Charlie probably knows that from when uh, we played filed there. Um, no one really expected the way that we turned up and played and we played really well. And then Papa John's Trophy final um, a couple of years ago, we I'd say we put Portsmouth to the sword. I know it was nil-nil, but that was largely due to them having a really good goalkeeper on his having his day that day. So um, it's certainly the sort of place that suits us, but we've got to get there first. And I suppose that's a challenge for both of us because of the two ties, I think this is probably the much better semi-final um the one that you might not want to be involved in but certainly going to be the better one to watch over the two legs yeah do you think the winner of the playoffs will come from our tie yeah absolutely um where where the two teams who go into the playoffs in form um you know take away obviously our result on monday um we still performed well um didn't get the result but I think we've got six wins in the last 10. You guys obviously unbeaten 13. Um, the others have only got one win in the last five each. So, you know, they're, they've sort of limped towards the top seven. Um, you guys have really pushed well this second half of the season or since, is it October, November sort of time it starts mm. to turn. So, you know, I think like you were saying before, if you had that from the start, I think you'd have been top three quite clearly. Yeah, I think we've only lost once in how many games is it, Liam? Twenty. Twenty. Once in twenty, yeah. and for me personally, I'm. I'm. I know I said I was getting worried a minute ago. I mean, I'm really confident about the game at Salford because because for everything we've just said, I think I think we'll sneak a a slender lead at Salford, and then probably it'll. I think it'll, I think it'll be a repeat of probably the league games. I think we'll get a draw at our place. Because um, I can see you coming to our place and sort of upsetting us again, like you did last time. Because um, I, I remember, I think you remember we 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 were pretty. I think it, it felt like we were better than you, but that wonder strike earned, earned the point, which is fair enough because it was a goal deserving of a point. Um, is is that how you saw mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I think we had the trepidation, didn't we, coming to you? I I wasn't too confident um, that we'd get anything out of it, but. I think it was a good game. Um, mm. That I think both sides actually had shackles on, whereas I think definitely when we come to yours next week, both sides will have every single shackle off. So that's why I think that'll be the best of the game. I think the first one on Saturday, I, th- I think you're right. I think you guys might have a slender lead to take or it might be quite a cagey draw. Um, and then it just sets up nicely um, to go to yours. So it's a, it's a weird one, but it's a good one in a way, in terms of that. You know, I think, what game was it? Was it Forest Green, Newport, um, a couple of years ago, um, the semi-finals. It, was a, it wasn't a great first leg, but the second leg was something like 5-4 um, and just a really good end-to-end, blow-to-blow game. So I think it'll be quite similar to that. What uh, what kickoff time annoys you the most? Quarter to eight or half twelve? Quarter to eight, <laughs> just because you're hanging around all day. I think certainly from the players' perspective, you know, yeah. you're sitting around. What do you do? You're twiddling your thumbs. 
I suppose 12.30 gets out of the way. Um, I'm quite a purist. I like three o'clock kickoff. That, yeah. That's the Saturday football time end of. Um, yeah, I can't come to terms. Some of the one o'clocks weren't too bad. Mm. I've got to say, when we when we had them in the COVID season, some some of them weren't horrendous. And we were away at Gillingham in December, and that got moved to an early kickoff because of all the World Cup malarkey, which didn't end up happening. Um, but that that wasn't too bad, but. I think we've yeah. done all right for kickoff times, haven't we, this season? I don't remember any being completely. I was just, yeah. I wasn't a fan of Mondays half one, uh, half twelve though. No. Half one is a bit better, I think. But half twelve, not for me. But ha- had we gone up mm. on Monday, you've you've then got the whole day afterwards. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, this is it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Double edged sword, isn't it? Yeah. So for the drink for the drinkers. One of me and Will will be on Castle Street in a couple of weeks' time. All day. So, you know, <laughs> as long as it's not extra time, we'll be all right. One will be celebrating, one will be uh, commiserating. Yeah. No, it should be good. It should be good. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna try and get together next week, aren't we, to 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 preview the second leg? Don't know when we're gonna do that. We had a bit of an off-air chat about that, um, <laughs> which 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 went which went all right. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about the match. Um, I'm I'm starting to, th- I don't know, I don't, I, don't, I just don't, I, I've not been in this position for a long, long time since 2000. And- how are you going to be? How are you watching it, Russ? Are you, are you chancing your arm for a ticket? Or well, this is it. You see, no, I'm not because I'm working tomorrow, um, and I've got a meeting that starts at ten o'clock that I yeah, probably I can't get out of. So I'm gonna re- I'm gonna save myself the trauma, and I'm just gonna resign myself to watching it on the telly. Uh, and then obviously I'll have me my ticket, my season ticket seat for me. Eurovision as well on Saturday. I, I was already yeah. going to go to Eurovision party, so it's now a two TV scenario. Yeah, and I do like the Eurovision. I really, really yeah. like the Eurovision. And I, I yeah, I've got, I've got. But county comes in front of the Eurovision, so I'm gonna have to record that clearly. What was that um, crazy entry last night? Yeah, so, um, what, I missed it. one of the five guys that looks like Boy George is on a stage with. Um, <laughs> Is it the village people and someone else? I can't. But it was. It I'm in. I'm in. Got through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the quirk, all the quirky ones got through. Yeah. Um. So well, no, I will be Liverpool on Friday. But you you are going to Liverpool on Friday. Yeah, let's do your But um, I'll uh, see see what the lies like for you, Nick. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Um, so yeah, a lot of comments coming in that, that you probably can't see. It's they're all left bollocks saying Eurovision, you weirdo, for fuck's sake. No, I'm prioritizing county over the Eurovision, but I do like the Eurovision, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's possible to do both two tallies, one on each side of the room. It's that's, that's, yeah. that's what we were doing. Maybe well, I'll post sound... a picture with my setup on the socials. Which sound will you have on? Well, you don't need sound on Eurovision, do you? So it'll be the sound. <laughs> <can't we? laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's um let's continue on to our our little feature that we like to end the show on. I say end the show. We've got another 10 minutes or so left yet, but it'll probably take 10 minutes. Um it's called In the Reses or Get in the Reses. I don't know have we, what have we settled on the name yet? Get in the Reses. Oh, Get in the Reses. Yeah, I'm going to I'm putting a little jingle together for it in time for next season. Right. 
Okay, so for, for Will, for you, there's there's uh, there's some res- reservoirs behind county, behind EP. Um, so it's basically where I want you to think of something, and, and Will, we can all do it together. Think of something in football, either at Salford, at county, or anything to do with football that you want to chuck in the reses. Something you don't like about footy that you want to chuck in the res- reses. How long have we got? Well, yeah, not long. I, I really should have prepped you for this, and you, Liam, shouldn't I? But is there anything? Is there anything? Anything from the commentary world or the media world? You just want to chuck anything to do with football that you want to chuck Sh- in the sure, Surely, will we'll chuck Colchester in there? Ooh, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to yes, mention indeed. Colchester. <laughs> I didn't have time to get the clip either. I'm gutted. No, I, look, I will, I will throw the club in here. It, it's a trait that's creeping into football. Um, I think there is a lot of deception for officials. I was listening to Real Madrid, not Barcelona, Real Madrid, Man City last night, um, who Chris Waddle was saying very similar um, suggestions about the way that Real Madrid were trying to play and deceiving the officials. Um, I, th- I think, in by and large, um, it was. By and large, it's something that's coming into the game that needs to, I think, be stamped down upon um, and got rid of. Um, every team's guilty of it. Um, you know, I'm not saying we're Saints. I'm not saying one team's particularly guilty, despite the uh, clips that went around. You know, <laughs> every team does it. But it's, it's just something I, I, I don't like to see. You know, I, I grew up playing rugby. Um, I know it's a bit of a not nice word to use in football circles, but... You have respect for your fans, you have respect for your opponents, you know, you, you play the game in good faith. And, you know, I think I, think I just find it frustrating um, when teams don't want to play the game, but they want to play the other game or that other side of the game. So it's, I've thrown the dark arts in there. I think um, I'd, I'd be quite happy to see those go. Um, one, I'd throw the side for, uh, rule away, I'd, I'd get rid of offsides. You get rid of offsides. Yeah. Oh, that's a controversial I, one. Nice no talking. I find it incomprehensible that a team in this age would leave a goal hanger up in the penalty spot. And what you do is you eliminate all these oh it being offside or he's gone a fraction too early. Um the one that got me there was a Jaden Sancho one a couple of months ago and the summariser there saying, oh, he's got to time his run better. Lad's made a belting 10-yard run. He's left the fullback for dead and he's half an inside. What's player meant to do about that? He's, yeah. he's left him. No matter what, if he'd have started five yards back, he'd have left him and gone. So uh, I just think it's something that football doesn't need. Um, it, it causes more issues than I think it actually prevents. So... I'll be glad. Only Prankshaw would have a field day, wouldn't he? We know offsides. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He'll be straight back in the team. Uh, I know. You, I guess it's just like no one knows the rule of offside anymore as well. It's so convoluted by VAR at the top level as well. And you, you're going off fractions. But if you're going off fractions, then you need to look at the exact moment when the ball's left the foot. And that's not an exact art either with, with the VAR. So I, I get what your point is. It's just become too far the other way with, with offside now. My late granddad was a goalkeeper, and his view was no matter who it is as a goalkeeper, everyone's in front of you. Therefore, everyone's influencing your decision, whether you mm. come, go, stay, go left, go right. So 
strictly speaking, at that point, everyone's always offside. So, yeah. interesting, interesting. I bet we could do a whole episode on that. Yeah. <laughs> This could be a second um, pog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting the reses, yeah. Liam, what about you? Um, mine's a bit more tribal based on some of the saw before. Like going back to commentators and pundits, I, I don't buy this whole like, oh, let's support the, the English clubs in, in Europe and that kind of thing. Like I saw City fans complaining about Real Ferdinand celebrating. Uh, Real yeah, Bisco. saw that. Saw that. He's a United fan. Of course. He, like, yeah. Why, you know. What I can't, like I say, I can't stand United. And I, I get you get some pundits say, Oh, yeah, support the English teams, let's get behind United. No, I want to see them <laughs> annihilated every time that they step out onto the pitch. <laughs> and I just think, you know, listening to Steve McManaman wax lyrical about Chelsea, you don't mean it, Steve. You hate us, you know, you hate Chelsea. You know, it, it's, <laughs> I, I guess that, that, that just, yes, mine's a little bit more tribal, but yeah, yeah. Oh, you're okay, Nick, because you're a closet red, aren't you? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm. My def, middle name definitely isn't taken from that of a city player. Anyway, so <laughs> maybe, maybe that does make me a United fan. Yeah, <laughs> I hate them all. I hate them all. <laughs> what are you throwing in the resin? I agree good, with good, that. good one, Liam. Yeah, I like it. I like that one, Liam. I do like that one. I, I yeah. do. Yeah. Um, I'm on. I'm on squad numbers this week, Ross. Oh, I'm, I'm get, getting very annoyed again by um, Foden and Alexander Arnold in particular, because Alexander, <laughs> I've looked it, I've looked it up with Alexander Arnold because his reasoning for still having number sixty six is that he just never bothered to get it changed. Well, what does he have to do? All he has to do is just say to the player liaison or whatever, "Oh, I want number two. <laughs> I want that free number two that's been unavailable for about three seasons next year since since poor Nathaniel Klein went." Does he think he's not fit to lace Nathaniel Klein's boots? Is that it? Arnold, <laughs> the best crosser of his generation, he's probably thinking, whoa, no, I'm no Nathaniel Klein. And yeah, Foden with number 47. He's like become one of the best number 10s in the world and he's still number 47. It's just stop it. Stop it. How have you coped with Kyle Noyle this season? I've not, Liam. <laughs> I've wanted him to fail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they wanted him to fail and for us to just get another player in alone because it's not, if that's not sorted next season, if we start next season, it was bad enough with Dan Cowan, but at least Dan Cowan was playing at left back. He was the auxiliary left back at the time. So, fair enough, I'll let, I'll let him off. But no, number, oh, no, <laughs> no. And then C- City now have moved John Stone. I was watching the Real Madrid game last night. City have moved John Stones into midfield. So, if they're going to do that next season, he can't be having number five. Not fucking Mikel Essien, is he? Oh, see Dan. Nick is for a central something or a central midfielder's number. What's that? Is number four a centre back's number or a central midfielder's number? Centre midfielder, but I will accept centre back in a back three. I thought you were David Louise's is your your Liam Hogan's. <laughs> I love it. I love I, it. I like how you were fit, trying to think of famous number fives and you landed on Michael Essie, and that's that's a show. Because <laughs> you mentioned Chelsea a minute ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, Zidane, it wasn't right with Zidane because Zidane was for France, he's an iconic mm. number 10. And then for yeah. him to wear number five. So Horrible. But but it gets to a point where, uh, what did Michael Owen wear at Madrid? I bet it wasn't number 10. And then he wore number seven at Man United, which is, is possibly the biggest disgrace of them all. 
Well, he's a he's a disgrace anyway, isn't he? Didn't he say if you can't beat him, join him when he when he was interviewed after playing for United once? Yeah, and he also he, said he's only ever he's only ever watched three films as well. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know about Michael Owen. So he finds them boring. A hundred years, <laughs> over a hundred years of cinema, and he just finds films. But he just made a blanket statement. That he finds films boring. It's like not liking music, innit? It's just weird. Hey. Weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Proper oddball behaviour. Oddball. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's players with the incorrect squad numbers. I'll, I'll be I'll be putting my note under Dave Challoner's door once the retain but list is out. We've, anyway. we've already spoke to him about it, didn't we? At the uh, King's yeah. Tap last season. Yeah, but he didn't fucking listen, did he? Because Kyle Noyle's got putting around with number three on his back, playing yeah, the right wing back. This is true. This is true. Yeah, the only thing he did say to us was, if anyone asked for sixty nine, he'd probably just say no. Come on, um, let's let's grow leave up. it there. Yeah, grow up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to the current squad would ask for number sixty nine. I don't think they, they would. I don't know. I think yeah, Alex any... Reed is a sixty nine man. I think Alex Reed would have gone <laughs> for sixty nine. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, I that's it. it. Stop. Uh... Stop, stop having stupid squad numbers. It's the blood the, the longer Trent and Foden go on with those numbers, the more I'm gonna get annoyed. And in fact, for this feature, that could be another feature. You can just present me with a list of players and numbers and I can tell you whether it's acceptable or not. That's a, that sounds a good one, that yeah. So yeah. this is so already I'll, spawned I'll, a um, I'll I'll start with Syria, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> Putting me off my Billy Arnie, mate. <laughs> oh. um, so allegedly, I have got time for one more on this. Well, you've got one more time for what? Getting the resins? Yeah, one more squad number on it, though. Oh, go on. So yeah. Allegedly, Brandon Asante, um, he always wanted number 10 um, when he was with us. And I think when he first came, he had 28, but he couldn't have number 10 when it became available. So we went for 37 because apparently three plus seven equals 10. But so does three plus eight. So what? <laughs> I, I don't know what the needs change was, if that's true. But that, that just always tickled me. It was eight plus eight equals 10. Three plus seven equals 10. Like, if that's true, I think that just proves the point. I've had that on Football Manager where players have turned down a move to me because I can't give them the number they want. And it just... Too powerful nowadays. <laughs> did, did did Asante have a little tiny plus somewhere that was that you couldn't see in between <laughs> on the back of the like 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 people well, do with he, the cars, car registrations? He didn't, but he got the number ten shirt over the summer, and then at the end of the transfer window, signed for West Brom. <laughs> so he he had the number ten for a whole two months. If that... is is he number ten at West Brom or uh, twenty one? Don't even add up to ten, yeah. bloody idiot! No. Uh, after all that, though, he, he is a great lad. Um, you know, he's he catches his ground all season, so can't say a bad word about him. But that just makes me laugh. <laughs> We're all, uh, all waiting for your hot take, Ross. Yeah, my getting the resers is um, is Dean Lewington. I'm going to be very, very specific about that. Okay. Um, yeah, and I will tie um, uh, a, a concrete block around him. And chain it to his ankles. Um, I just, I just don't like him for everything that you said, Will, about the dark arts. I remember I was so pleased when they went down MK Dons because I hate them anyway. Fran FC franchise, 
and he and he just epitomizes them. But I remember when we were back in the league before we went out, and I can't believe he's been there that long, to be honest. Has he been away from MK Dons and gone back, or has he just been there all the time? I don't know. Didn't they just bring him out of storage when they're like going like close to yeah. the gate? It's like all right, yeah. go and get go and get Lewington. But he was he was doing all of that that dark arts shit housery when we were when we were in the league before, and I hated him then. Um, <laughs> it's just like I just remember this one time, and it really got me angry. Right, it got me more angry than I probably should care to admit. But um, it, it was down at the Cheedland. He was playing left back. Um, and it was his throw. They were winning one nil, I think, or something. Or they were, they were a narrow lead. Um, one of our uh, ball boys threw the, threw the ball back back to him, not like angrily or anything, but he just he, he stood there and he just hands by his side and he let it hit him, roll down his body, and then it rolled away. And I just thought, are you really going to play? I think I do for like three or four seconds when you won the up against a team that I think we were already relegated or something. I just thought, yeah, I hate, I hate him from that point on. So, I yeah. don't like his dad either. Cause his, his dad was England assistant under Hodgson and they went, yeah. they went for a little riverboat cruise on the Seine instead <laughs> of going to what, going to scout Iceland. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they did? There you go. Then. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I hate his dad as well. Then there you go. Yeah. I hate you and I hate your dad. Yeah. You tell, tell him that next season, Russ. <laughs> well, 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 if we stay down, that's that'll be something, won't it? Because we'll be playing. It'll be highlight. It'll yeah. worth the season ticket just for that, won't it? Yeah. Hate him. So he, he can get in the reses. There you go. We'll need to make a list of all these, you know. We need to chronicle this list. Yeah. We can, and then we can bury it like a Blue Peter time capsule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll bury it in the yeah. foundations of the new railway end. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, when we, when we, um, can we? Oh, in fact, a little, a little bonus getting the resers. Oh, when we do get the builders in to do the, like, do the stadium redevelopments and everything, can we vet them on what football club they support? Because there's nothing worse <laughs> than having like Liverpool builders working on Everton's new ground and going, "I'm going to bury your shirt in the country." I'm pay yeah, sixty-five pounds <laughs> for a football shirt and then bury it. Just because I'm a shit house, that, that, that's that's weirdo behaviour. Yeah, get that in and all. Which uh, which clubs would you ban? Oh, all of them. Okay, not four, <laughs> not four people. Not the county fans, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do a shift. <laughs> all of the all of the construction belt folk have got to be county fans. Jesus. Yeah. I think it's someone who's engraved SCFC. And you wouldn't know what it means. It could be Sport, it could be Salford, it could be Swansea, it could be Stoke. Staley Bridge. Could be a cabal of all the above. Yeah. Just all of them in a big, big graffiti group. Oh, God. See, more, right, don't bother expanding the ground. More trouble than it's worth. Leave it. <laughs> let, let them get pissed through Just the mail end every week. Good stuff. Right, let's wrap it up there. Um, Will, thank you so much for coming on. It's normally at this point. Back. No problem. It's normally at this point that I wish the guests good luck after that we played them, but I'm not going to even do that because we play you again, don't we? So, um, and what I will say is, may the best team win over the two legs. There we go. That's that's nice enough, isn't it? I'll echo that. Just hope it's yeah, great time, to be fair. Yeah. Liam, cheers for coming on. As always, always a pleasure, guys. Nice one. Nick, 
You alright? Thanks, Russ. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no Can worries, mate. Me? Can I go have you're my biryani gonna, now? You go and enjoy your biryani, and uh, we will speak to everybody later. And we probably won't see you on Sunday, Saturday. Sorry, God, um, because not a lot of us are going. But we'll uh, we'll see you the we following. Do like a goggle box type thing, can't we? We could. Well, do, let's yeah. not, because have you seen the state of the people who do that sort of thing for their team? <laughs> no, but we could really do. Not. We could possibly do a pre-match show. We'll we'll think about something. Right. Cheers, everybody, and speak to you later. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Scarf Begawa War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegawawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.